Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, especially obese white gentlemen, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, I get a lot of mail from listeners of the podcast, and today I'd like to introduce a new segment entitled Dear Duckford, where I respond to some of your concerns. Our very first question is from Linda. Linda is Caucasian with green eyes and strawberry blonde hair. She is five foot three inches tall and weighs in at a slender one hundred and fourteen pounds. Linda writes in from Strotsford, Connecticut, to ask, "Dear Dickford, you always talk about how much you love freedom on the show. However." You also advocate that all Americans should be forced by law to purchase guns and that all children should be forced to attend mandatory voluntary free market work camps. Isn't there a contradiction here? Are you for big government or are you for freedom? Conservatively yours, Linda. Well, Linda, that is a very bad question. And the fact that I get so many like it every week is a testament to the abject political retardation that is rampant in this country thanks to 150 years of public education. Therefore, I will take it upon myself to make this episode a special lesson in elementary political theory. Hello, boys and girls, especially obese white boys. Today's lesson is about freedom versus tyranny. To illustrate these concepts, let's look at the example of that great lioness of liberty, the dearly departed Margaret Thatcher. In response to her death in April, leaders and journalists from across the globe have sung the praises of Thatcher's principled commitment to freedom and liberty. Even the radical African socialist extremist, friend of the show Barack Hussein Obama, has called the Iron Lady, quote, one of the great champions of freedom and liberty, unquote. On the other hand, some clearly biased and possibly homosexual journalists have been mocking Thatcher, calling her, quote, unquote, the ironic lady. These, quote-unquote, journalists point to the fact that Thatcher was a great personal friend and political supporter of several so-called dictators. For example, the pro-degenerate UK Guardian newspaper criticizes Thatcher's friendship and support for Chile's General Augusto Pinochet. Pinochet, who overthrew Chile's elected government, killed 3,000 people and tortured 30,000 more, including women and children. In 1999, while Pinochet was under arrest for crimes against the Chilean people, Thatcher thanked him for, quote, bringing democracy to Chile, unquote. So, is there a contradiction here? Can a dictator who engages in torture and murder be a champion of freedom and democracy? Well, of course he can, you imbeciles. First of all, we must keep in mind that the Chileans are a non-English-speaking and, in fact, Mexican people, 
and therefore most of them do not even know what the words freedom and democracy even mean. But since many Americans, like Linda, for example, don't seem to know what these words mean either, then let me clarify. In America, the greatest country in the history of the United States, freedom for me means that I get to do whatever I want without big government getting in my way. Meanwhile, freedom for you means that you also get to do whatever I want without big government getting in my way. And when I say me and I, I of course mean business and businessmen. After all, businessmen are the people who provide all of the jobs and products and services on which everyone else depends on in order to survive. That's why freedom is business. Business is liberty. And democracy is when people get to choose which leaders run the country for business. Socialism, on the other hand, is slavery and tyranny. Socialism is when lousy ingrates who wouldn't even be alive without business elect leaders who use government to supposedly serve the interest of these self-same ingrates. But in reality, there are no other interests besides business, because without business you would all starve to death. So, in Mexican Chile, Pinochet overthrew an elected socialist government and tortured socialist women and children, i.e. terrorists. That, soci that socialist government stole from businessmen in the form of taxation, and then gave away stolen free health care and stolen free university education. Pinochet ended this slavery and introduced freedom. Free market health care that you have to pay for like an adult free market university that you don't have to pay for because you can't afford it. And, of course, free market no-workers' rights. Therefore, the Pinochet dictatorship was a pro-freedom dictatorship. So if government makes me pay taxes in order to pay for school for your children, then that is slavery and tyranny. But if government takes your taxes and uses it to pay for your children to attend voluntary mandatory free market work camps where they can learn to better serve me, that is freedom. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, dick sense is just common sense. Hello. This is President Barack Hussein Obama. I'd like to say a few words about... Our fine sponsor, Business Juice, carbonated petroleum beverages. Business Juice is only the best bitumen-based bull market beverage on the market today. Made with premium-grade petroleum oils to fuel your greed. Flavored with the finest rock salts to stimulate your thirst for success. And laced with the purest oxycodone to numb your guilty conscience. Step one. Go down to your local food mart, gas station, or petroleum refinery and make the acquisition. Step two, exploit the weakness in the lid-based opening mechanism. Step three, downsize your thirst as you suck the life out of the can. 
let your digestion department extract all the nutrients and then outsource the waste flow from your penis. Business juice. All proceeds go to enriching corporate America. Suck it, America. Business juice. <laughs>